When Blackston had recovered from his wounds, sustained those years ago at Crissy, and shown his skill with Wolfsword, Jean d'Arcourt had taken him to the arsenal at Clos des Galets, near Rouen, and paid for a suit of armour, its steel made from the best iron ore in the region, mined at Pont-aux-de-Mer. Impoverished knight that he was, the armour not only protected Blackston, but also proclaimed his status as a man with powerful friends. It was while journeying back to Castle d'Arcourt on this occasion that he and Christiana discovered the place that would become their new home. The Rille Valley, northwest of Arcourt, had known mixed fortunes. The English had pillaged it. The plague had caused the deaths of many more. But Thomas and Christiana had found an old fortified manor, abandoned and partly ruined, in a hamlet within sight of the river, protected from the northeast wind by a forest of ancient chestnut trees. Several families farmed the surrounding land, and when the young battle-hardened knight claimed the manor and its domain as his own, they submitted to his vow of protection. Now the fifty or so peasants were well fed and prospered through their own efforts and the generosity of their warlord, who had declared them free men. Lord de Graville had bequeathed Blackstone a retainer, Hugh, to act as his steward. The old man could read and write, and was accepted as Blackstone's authority on the land when he was absent. Christiana, though, was a strong voice when it came to organisation, and she often clashed with the old steward. It was a contest she seldom won because the hunchback knew the land and could gauge a shift in the weather better even than Blackstone himself. The Englishman, whose bent arm would never pull a war bow again, and the crooked-backed Norman understood each other perfectly, and both knew that Lady Christiana would inspect the ledgers and spot any errors. To that end, she was mistress of her husband's lands. Mutual respect was established. As Blackstone led his weary troops along the forest track, the scent of wood smoke pulling him home like an invisible thread, he turned to smile at those who followed. Gino, the Anglo-Gascon, raised his bent and aching back from the saddle and caught the smell from the fires and the mouth-watering aroma of freshly baked bread. The half-dozen soldiers urged their horses forward, their long ride almost behind them. Food, Rest and safety were within sight. There were horses tethered in Blackstone's yard, and he saw that they and the squire and page who attended them belonged to Jean d'Arcourt, and there were other horses at hitching rings. The sudden anticipation of returning home turned quickly into uncertainty as the sight of a dozen soldiers loitering by the stables with the horses told him it could not simply be a social call from his old friend. Should we... Hold back, my lord, asked Gino. No, they're friends. Take the men and the supplies to the stable yard. Blackstone spurred the horse forward as his own men-at-arms appeared, hands on sword hilts in case the approaching horsemen were enemies. They quickly recognised Blackstone. Sir Thomas, my lords de Arco and de Rimont are here, one of them told him, standing aside as Blackstone's horse clattered through the archway into the courtyard. Guillaume dismounted and held Blackstone's reins. Christiana, he called. Servants were scurrying back and forth, bobbing in curtsy or bowing their heads as they saw him. There was a sudden flurry of people from the entrance hall. Christiana lifted her skirts and almost ran towards him. Jean d'Arcourt and Blanche were only a few steps behind, as was Guy de Rimont and his wife, Joanne. Thomas, Christiana cried and embraced him. Blackstone's uncertainty was soon explained when Jean d'Arcourt gripped his arm. We had news that you were dead, 
God has answered our prayers. Christiana wiped tears away, bravely bringing her emotions back under control, as befitted a knight's wife. Blanche had moved to her side. Thomas, you caused your family and friends great distress. The moment we heard, we all came here to be with Christiana and the children. Don't look so mystified, Thomas, said Guy de Rimont. We never know where your raids take you. News of your death should come as no surprise to any of us. As you can see, Blackstone said, I may stink, but I'm alive. We had news from Brittany that a ship sank in foul weather and that your shields were washed ashore in the wreckage. There were no survivors, and only three bodies were found. Blackstone felt a pang of regret at hearing the news. So Master General of Hythe had drowned. We used the boat to attack a stronghold to the south.